Hey everyone, how's it going? I am Paulie and Lou, and we are going back in time. This is episode number four. Four. That's awesome, man. Surprised we haven't gotten canceled yet. Jeez. <laughs> Don't <laughs> no. say that. Don't joke. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're, we uh, we are really just. I want to thank everyone that's uh, been listening, all the downloads, just on Apple and and just on Buzzsprout. We we I, I mean we we are overwhelmed with just uh, just humbled by by what's going on out there with you guys. So thank you so much for everyone that's been out there and and listening to us and actually enjoying us. Just two brothers talking about things that. Uh, or part of our lives, and you know, maybe to some people it might be boring, but to us, it's important. And apparently, a lot of you guys are liking what we're talking about, so we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it uh, as long as um, you know we, we we find it interesting and enjoy doing it. And and essentially, we do this all the time, right, bro? I mean, we get together and we talk about this stuff. So why not share it? I, I feel like we've done this episode at least ten times in our <laughs> lives already because we do it all the time, uh, and you know it's so yeah, it, it, it's fun and it's it's also a great way for me and you just to spend a little time together and uh, and talk and and laugh and bring back some great memories that happened to both of us. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't you uh, you want to take us into some stat numbers? Uh, I, I, I talked about all the downloads and people you know uh, listening to us. You want to go a little bit more in depth with that real quick? Yeah, what's what's great about this is obviously we talked last week about the ability for us to kind of see where people are downloading from and how many and all that kind of stuff. And what was really cool about last week was we we joked that we went global because we had someone in in Asia uh, yeah. download us. Well, guess what? We're going to be international superstars now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got uh, somebody in in um, in Europe. Okay. And in India. Wow. So another Asia. So we've got two in Asia and one in, uh, in, in, uh, yeah. And that's, and that's in Hungary. I might as well just say that. So, so that's pretty darn cool. That is pretty awesome. That's, uh, actually blows my mind because I don't know anyone in India or <laughs> Hungary. So, um, but well, I know people you. in India because I've been there, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of neat. Um, so hopefully either they're picking us up by just catching it coming across it or someone has shared it and we appreciate all the shares out there. Um, We just, uh, you know, we're doing this for fun, but you know, it's, it's nice to kind of see people sharing it and hopefully enjoying it. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent with you on that one. Sure. Okay. So we talked about countries, but here's now the other goal was, was to get into 50 States. Right. Are we getting close? Guess how many we're in right now. Uh, Don't go too crazy. We were at like 16 or 17 last week. Okay, 17 last time. I'm going to say 25. 25 states. We are halfway there, bro. God, I'm good. (laughs) 25 states. Wow, that's awesome. Still waiting for Canada too, right? Canada has not chimed in yet. So, you know, I thought maybe the letter Kenny reference would help something, but I guess we'll have to share it on some some other pages or something. So, well, let's hope so. Let's hope we can get Canada and the rest of the 50 states. There are other 25 that are missing. That's right. And That's right. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and I thought this week it might be fun to talk about like where in the states are the downloads happening. So, so I'm going to we're going to give you guys the, the top 10. So starting at number 10, Underwood, North Dakota. Underwood. Okay. Pretty thank neat, you. Huh? That's yeah. awesome. Thank you, guys. Number nine, Phoenix. Arizona. That's right. Thank you to our, our – I guess that would be also a lot of North Dakotas go down to Arizona for the winter. Yeah, but There you go. 
And it's almost winter here, so I think it started last week here in North Dakota. So yeah, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry, I'm I messed up. It's I'm sorry. Number ten was Egan, Minnesota. I don't need. Oh, Egan. Okay. Yes. I don't know number. Sure. I'm sorry. Number nine was Underwood. Number eight is Phoenix. Okay. Num- number seven is Minot. All right, Minot. Thank you, guys. The Magic City. That's right. And then we've got Fargo. Fargo. All right. And, and then let's. And then this is kind of neat. So we've got all this North Dakota stuff happening, which we we assumed, but now in fifth spot is Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you, Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. And then we've got number four, Chicago. Chicago, my kind of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we've got Minneapolis. Thank you, Minneapolis. Um, oh, I did it again. I'm sorry. I bounced right over it. The big important one, rugby. Rugby. Rugby is third. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so rugby, so, we got we got to move you to number one, guys. So uh, let's go, rugby. Yes. Go Panthers. Yes. Um, then Minneapolis, and then finally, of course, what do you think, bro? What's the uh, number? A lot. I'm going to have to say Bismarck. Bismarck, North Dakota, your home base. That's my home base. So thank you all my uh, my friends and fans listening in on Bismarck. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of neat to kind of see, you know, where that's coming from. And then you've just got all over the country, you know, Louisiana and, and Maryland and Massachusetts and all kinds of great places. So and I saw some Jer- some Jersey. I saw some California. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty cool. That's really awesome. So thank you very much, guys, for, for doing that. Um, so do you want to do you want to recap a little bit real quick um, about last last episode just to kind of. And not a long recap, just a short one. Sure. So last week we talked uh, about really our move from steel to uh, to rugby and, and kind of the impact that had. Uh, we talked a, uh, a lot about kind of um, what was going on in rugby at the time. And um, I know that, um, you, know, you know, it's funny when I posted the episode this time, I kind of apologized because I realized I made a couple of mistakes when I was uh, describing some of the uh, the businesses that were there. So, um, you know, we have that little bird that likes to kind of chime in and let us mm-hmm. know when we're wrong and stuff. But um, the, this one I caught myself. I had said that downtown there was, um, you know, we had the jewelry stores, the, the drug stores, but the clothing stores, I said, was Lean's. And no, that's the jewelry store. Um, but actually, the clothing stores, which was a, uh, there was a uh, like women's and then a men's, was Myrie's. That's it. So that was my mistake. Um, and then uh, that uh, that mama bird of ours uh, decided to let us know that um, the show that w- we we discussed in last episode was actually the Gong Show. It wasn't just like a talent show. So if you remember back in the 70s, the gong show was on TV with Chuck Barris and it was all that goofy, unknown comic stuff. And, you know, it was just outrageous. So rugby did their version of that. That was uh, that was a lot of fun. So they actually had a gong and, and they did all that kind of stuff. So there's more memories from that. But I think uh, for the most part, that's um, that's kind of how that went. And of, of course, I got the same. I got a text message from Mama Bird as well, telling me mm. about the Gong Show. So um, we've been we've been getting Mama Bird corrections. I've been getting them for fifty years, and you've been getting them longer. So <laughs> we're kind of used to that. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I got a feeling this is going to be a regular installment of the show. So yeah, it might just be a separate a separate podcast called Mama Bird. I'm not yeah. sure. We'll see. Well, Let, well, let's not push that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mama Bird's going to get a big head if we do that. So anyway, already our- there, already there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, so then we talked about the band and um, and how. Um, so when I played at the uh, the gong show, I met uh, the the guitar player of the band that we would we would go ahead and, and, and start when I was a sophomore. And uh, I think that's kind of kind of where we we left it. Right. And you left it at you met. It was Mark Buchel was the was the guitar player that you met. and. You guys, how long after that meeting? Um, well, before that, uh, you know, as a drummer, and we talked a little bit about Buddy Rich, that you were a big fan of Buddy Rich when you were young and used to watch my Johnny Carson and everything. Who are some other, uh, you know, uh, not not local. Let's not talk local people yet. Let's talk about big celebrities that you looked up to as drummer other than Buddy Rich. Well, at, at the time, you know, I think the the main influence I had because I was such a big fan of them, uh, were the Beatles. And so watching Ringo play was um, kind of a style I wanted to somewhat emulate a little bit because, you know, sometimes he doesn't get credit for really how good he was. Um, yeah, he was quite the player, you know, and, uh, you know, some people think it's simple, but you listen to some of those recordings and, and just watch the way he played. I really appreciated his style. Um, and then I remember in the 70s, um, you know, there was, you know, uh, you know Keith Moon, you know from the Who, course, and yes. uh, and then uh, one, another one that I had a lot was because of the flash of it all was from Kiss, Peter Chris. You know, oh, the yeah, cat makeup and everything, and you know, rock and roll all night. And so those early on were the ones that influenced me. You know, in the in the '70s, going into the the very early '80s. Now, when did you start actually playing drums? When when was like the first time you kind of started? And I'm not saying like just banging on the drums at home. I'm talking about actually like in school, you know, doing ad whole kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, I started taking lessons through the school when I was in sixth grade. And then, you know, seventh and eighth had graduated to the drum set. And um, in steel, there was a drummer there that I just completely admired and really influenced me. And he, and he, he took time to, to also teach me as well. Uh, his name was Donovan Schnabel. And, um, you know, the guy, I think he probably plays till this day. He's just a, a phenomenal player uh, in North Dakota. And I remember they had a little three-piece band that, uh, that would play, and we'd go – uh, we'd walk to their house because they were like a garage band. They would go ahead and they okay. play. I don't remember them playing a lot of gigs necessarily, but they would play out um, in their garage, and I would just sit there and just just watch them. Yeah. And, and the guys were they were a great bunch of people. They was the the Deers brothers, and uh, and Donovan and the, and the, and I forget what they called themselves, but um, I remember when we had the restaurant in Steel that uh, they played a show there and um, and Donovan would 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 do a um, the um, oh what's the song uh, I don't know the, the, big, song. the big bop the big bopper song oh okay um, yeah Chantilly Lace Chantilly Lace thank yeah. you you're welcome um, and um, so he would get up to sing that well 
he normally he would sing and play. This time he let me sit down and play the drums, and I got to play with the band. And this was when I was uh, I think in eighth grade, and uh, just it, it was just a great moment because I got to, and that was the first time I really played for a crowd, I guess. Wow, and awesome. uh, yeah, seventh or eighth grade. And so um, when he left to go to college. Uh, I took over, as I had mentioned, that I was took over as the drummer for for all the bands in, in Steel at that time. So, uh, so yeah, so that's uh, kind of how it started. And you know, and I and I, I came across uh, uh, Donovan a few years ago on Facebook, which is funny. And we kind of did some messaging back and forth, and he he remembered you right away. And and um, so I, I hopefully he's I, he's a listener. And um, if he is, well, Donovan, uh, you left a big impact on my brother. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I think yeah, thank you. Absolutely. So now, yeah. so so now we're in rugby. You know, so um, you, you know, here you are. You and Mark Buchel have, have, are putting together a band. Um, who else, who else becomes part of this band with you? Um, so at the time, um, Mark was friends with, uh, Brian McIntyre and Brian McIntyre was, was a bass player. So, um, you know, Mark convinced him to, uh, to, to join the band. Uh, and then that's the first time I met Brian and, um, Brian and I became best friends. So all through high school, we, we were friends and to this day we're, we're friends and, um, and as a matter of fact, I was, you know, texting with them today as we were talking about kind of the old times and, you know, there was always a joke. We, um, we could never, uh, keep, you know, a vocalist around long enough. And we always had a, kind of a revolving door. So we were having kind of a uh, discussion on, you know, who the heck was, was, you know, who sang with us before, when did they sing with us, that kind of stuff. So it was kind of funny. So that's good. So then, so you, Brian and Mark get together, um, you start, you know, jamming, playing together, getting your stuff down. Who was your first singer uh, that came in to play with you guys? So this is the, the what's up for debate here. I seem to remember that it was Eldon Brozart. Okay. Um, yeah. Who's, Eldon. who's since passed, unfortunately, and is, is my, wow. is my brother-in-law. Um, and I seem to think he was the first one. Uh, so my, my recollection is that it was Eldon. And then we went to uh, Troy Bader. I believe is how it went. And Troy and Troy Bader's father was the superintendent, correct? He was a superintendent of the rugby schools. And um, Troy was a very nice guy. Um, and, you know, he, I, I remember that he didn't, he, he did he liked kind of the softer songs. And so playing some of the more rock songs he wasn't as comfortable with. And then on the flip side, Eldon, um, enjoyed doing the country stuff because we played a lot of mixed stuff, but his love was, he loved dance stuff. He loved like Casey and the sunshine band. And let's face it, we weren't that kind of band, right? You know, we really well, you wanted need, to, you needed a horn, you know, <laughs> horn keys. Yeah. Which we didn't have. We were, yeah. you know, a, a simple three piece at that point, uh, with a vocalist. So, but, but, um, but a simple three piece, as you say, you know, and again, as as being the little brother, you know, and I'm watching you guys play. You guys were great. <laughs> you guys were a great band. I mean, well, you, you really <laughs> for, were. For huh? rugby, I guess we well, were, maybe, right? <laughs> still, I, I, I thought so. But we, we had. Yeah, no, I think so. We, we had a great time. And I rem- and speaking of time, I remember when we were trying to come up with a with a name. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, um, I don't, we, we just spent a lot of time trying to figure out something and, and, and nothing was sticking. 
And then someone, I can't remember who, who said this. Someone said, what about the, um, you know, the spice time? And I'm like, like T H Y M E. And it goes, yeah. And I'm like, and I thought that sounded way too earthy and you know, that, you know, so then we just said, well, you know, it time. So let's just spell it T Y M E. And so we just became time and, um, you know, not to be confused with Morris Day and the time, but, um, you know, we, um, little jungle love right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that's that would, be, we, that, would have, that would have been great if you guys did that song and one of you, could, I could, you know, mirror, <laughs> You know, Mary could look at it, could do a little dance out there with you guys. That'd have been great. I tell you, I love the <laughs> shtick. I love that. It's so funny. But yeah, so then that's uh, that's how we. Uh, we and we I also remember a phrase you guys would always say. Wouldn't you always say, "Time is short, and so are we." Yeah. So it's so funny because all of us were roughly about five eight, um, and so somehow I, I think i coined it but i'm not you know but i remember we always say that time is short short and so are we so that used to be our little and, and those of you that don't know me and my my brother I, we've we've probably have both been five eight since we were about four years old so <laughs> we haven't so we haven't really grown very no. much so <laughs> thank you dad and mom for being short <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I, I always remember that 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 phrase time is short and so are we but yeah yeah, you know, good stuff. So, did you guys? So, as you guys continued to you know practice and play, did you guys have a lot of um, gigs right away, or was it? You know, what 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 was that like? Yeah, so we would play. We would like rent the hall, or get asked to play weddings. You know, things with uh, the schools, like certain events. We would play, um, play. You know. I don't know if it was quite once a month, but we practiced a lot. So we were always playing and we were playing, you know, we'd play outside. We try to do all kinds of different things. So it was, it was all about getting the practice down and building the set list because we wanted to get ourselves where we could, we could play, a, you know, four hours worth essentially. So we would try to you know get our set list to be, we'd have a country set. You're in North Dakota. You want to have a country set. We'd have a Beatles set. We play kind of a mix thing with, uh, and Bachman Turner Overdrive, Eagles, you know, Bad Company, that's, that's stuff like track. that. You know, the Cars we would play. So we would try to play a nice mix of uh, of music, and uh, and we and we got to the point where we got actually pretty good at it. But the problem always made it rough was the changing singers, because some of yeah, the singers I, couldn't I, do some of these songs. Yeah, ideally, what you guys need—you guys need about four different singers in your group, and you would have been okay. Yes, yes, that's a, that's about right. So, um, but yeah. So you you know talk about the weddings and the things like that. Um, did anything like big happen with you guys? Like as far as like like a battle of the bands kind of thing or anything like that? Did you guys do anything like that? You know, because I, I kind of remember something like that, or but I I don't know. I I, I could be wrong. We played a sh- we played a show in the school, but I don't know what year that was, where we had a lot of different acts, and I remember some people from Leeds came came in, so a whole bunch of, of bands came over or, um, or or acts, so to speak, and I remember taking part in those, and those were a lot of fun. But um, you know, the biggest event we had what happened, I think probably like '83 or so. Okay, was the Geo Jam. Oh, okay. So I yeah. don't know if you remember that. I, no, I do, and I think that's my, what I might be thinking of. 
Um, I, I think I do remember that. And I, um, I guess I was, I kind of thought it was a battle of the bands kind of thing, but I don't know. I, I, I'm wrong about that. So, yeah, no, yeah, it was just, uh, just that, but it was a lot of fun. And unfortunately, so there's like three bands played. We were the co-headliner and it rained halfway through our set, stormed, washed out the show. But um, yeah, that was, uh, that was kind of crazy. Well, that's awesome. That yeah, and it's and it's nice because people in rugby that lived in rugby, I mean, they do remember you guys. I know that because you guys had a following, um, you know. And me, me being the younger brother of you, even though my name is Paul, Paulie, mm-hmm. I was little Louie. No matter everywhere I went, I was hey, this little Louie, little Louie. Yep. And I used to get me so mad sometimes. Like I you know I do have a name, geez, you know. But <laughs> it's also kind of cool too to be you know a little brother of you know someone that everyone in town like kind of like admired and looked up to these guys and um you know and and I, of course every time i saw you guys play and or you know saw you play the drums i was always very proud and um and everything so it, it was a good thing um to be a part of that from from a younger kid perspective you know sure. i wasn't i wasn't out there doing the stuff you know but i was i was the little brother that was like hey that's my brother who just played and people would be like Kids in my class that had older brothers and sisters in his in your class were like, "Oh man, your brother, man, he's a great drummer and all that kind of stuff." So that was kind of cool stuff. It was good to uh, be part of that. Well, I tell you, you know, um, yeah, I loved being in rugby. I loved those years in rugby, and um, they were a wonderful time for me. And even though my playing days were pretty short lived, uh, you know, I made the most of that time, and it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, just appreciated the support. The, the community support was really something. And oh, yeah. that's what I just loved about rugby. So, um, so yeah, yeah I'm grateful. It was, yeah. And I, I think during that time, I was in fifth grade. Um, you know, 81, I was in fifth grade at Little Flower um, Catholic School. And we talked about a little bit of that that last episode. But for me, there wasn't a whole lot going on. So there's really not, a whole <laughs> lot you know, there's not a whole lot yeah. for me to talk about. Sorry, it was a boring fifth grader. You know, it was there wasn't a whole lot going on. It was you know, go to the arcade and dropping quarters and Donkey Kong, you know, and things like that. So sure, sure. Uh, so you had you had a lot more stuff going on being in high school. You know, being sophomore, junior, uh, junior at this point in '81, and then you know, of course, you graduated in '82. So. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. great, great, great years. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've got to, I got to mention this. Um, I had only mentioned two of the singers and I want to make sure that we mention all of them. And, and we may, when we talk more about 1982, talk about, um, the one that stayed with us the longest and had the best, you know, the most impact on us. I think, um, we had, we had Eldon, I talked about, we taught Troy Bader and a little tidbit on Troy Bader. And so this is kind of neat. Troy Bader is the CEO of Dairy Queen. So we oh had God. we had a we, we had a CEO, a future CEO sing with time. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if he actually wrote any of the jingles for Dairy Queen, right? So <laughs> there's a singer maybe? I don't know. I think that's <laughs> gotta get that thing. dilly bar, the dilly bar. No, I, <laughs> I think that's pretty damn cool. So oh, that is awesome. Yeah. So who was who was uh, who was the other singer? And then there? we actually had so we we had other people. Um so this is where we kind of we had one girl that definitely played with us for a while. Her name was Lois and uh, Lois was with us for a bit. Uh, and then after we um, Lois left us and we had other people kind of like do some fill in things. Uh, we had some duets. Uh, it was, it was a complete, you know, 
just a mess. <laughs> it was just, you know, it's like anybody, somebody just come and sing at this point, you know, just Ca- Cap- Ca- Captain and Tennille coming in. Like, I kind of, yeah, you know? bit, yeah. Little guest <laughs> things. Yeah. Right. And then our, our final singer was John Erickson and John Erickson was in a, uh, in the class, uh, you know, um, behind us, but um, he brought a lot of stage presence and had more fun with it. And, and, and so we, we definitely, um, Probably did did our best with him, and I and I remember meeting John. He was a lifeguard at the swimming pool yep. during the summer, and I remember that's where I met John. And yep. um, yeah, he he, uh, I guess he would say like you know, and nothing against any of you guys, but he was that front man, that David Lee Roth kind of guy. Right. The girls, yeah. the girls liked him. He was you know like you know, and not that they didn't like you guys, but I'm just saying you know he he brought like you said he brought that front man presence to the band. He took did. it in a different perspective and nothing against Troy or anyone else. But yeah, you're right. Troy was kind of like, you know, I'm going to, I want to sing a love song to you. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. About Dilly Barnes. Yeah. About Dilly Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <sighs> Come on in get that blizzard. You know, <laughs> uh, we should probably get Dairy Queen as one of our sponsors now. Jeez. We just gave him a bunch of hype. Well, yeah. Come on. Rugby Dairy Queen. Come on. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Troy, if you're listening, yes. let, uh, you know, Throw a sponsorship in our way, buddy. Come on, let's do it. Or at least throw us a dilly bar. Uh, dilly, I'll bring you a dilly bar. That's it. Yeah. Got the Dairy Queen right down the street from me. All, right. yeah. all right, good. All right. So good that's stuff. cool. So that's, that's yeah. yeah. So I think that's I think that's enough to kind of you know chat about on that. Um, well, and you know, Lou, I just wanted I wanted to talk about that because that was you know for Pete, like I said, people our age, your age, that was a big part of rugby at, at one point. Your guys' band was a big deal. Like, we, you know, what you, whether or not it lasted, you know, three years, four years, whatever, you know, it was still a big part of rugby. And like you said, the people, you know, supported it. People were behind it. Um, you know, you know, you guys had 27 singers. So, I mean, you know, yeah. it's, it, <laughs> a good portion of the population sang for the band. So, I mean, you know, it's, it, 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 I wanted to make sure people did talk about this, and we talked about it. So, well, you know, you know I, I tell you, what would be kind of fun, and and I don't know if we can pull it off or not, but it'd be great if we get Mark and Brian to, you know, appear, and and, and so we could talk to them about some of the, the goofy stuff that happened because uh, Brian can tell the story. I'll tell you that, and uh, and Mark's a character, so um, it, it'd be fun times if we could do that. But uh, yeah. Brian, Brian saved my life one time with my broken ankle. He did. Yeah. He did. Yep. I'll always so, pick, scoop me up and took me to the hospital with a broken ankle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, I, and I was friends with uh, Mark's younger brother, Mike Buchel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so that's, uh, and those of you that know Mike, you know, Mike Buchel, he's a crazy one. <laughs> All those Buchels are kind of crazy. Yeah, so, they are. They but are they're, crazy. But what, they're a great family. Great, great bunch. So they are, they are awesome. So what, what do you want to talk about now? Big brother. You want to? Do you want to talk? T- about, let's dive into the music a little bit. What do you think? Let's go for it. Yeah, you got you got, you got some stuff for us. I got some stuff. So, 1981 was um, to be the year of the love song because I'm looking at the at the um, at the charts and the number two song that year was "Endless Love." You remember uh, Lionel Richie uh-huh. and <laughs> what's the groan for the cheese? Oh, so, okay. So, "Endless Love" was my wedding song. And let me tell you, that love was not endless. Let me tell you that for right off the bat, it wasn't. Um, uh, that 
it should have been uh, it should have been Belle Biv DeVoe poison is what it should have been. But anyway, um, but no, it, it, I mean, great. Which song. is better to dance to, actually. Anyway. Oh, much better. Yeah, yeah. Could've, I could have danced in a different room. Um, but yeah, endless love. Obviously, Lionel Richie, Diana Ross. Great song. Um, just not a not not a favorite of mine anymore. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> can understand. Can understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, Lady Kenny. Oh, Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. yeah. So that was it. Um, and um, and then you know, kind of a, an interesting top ten. You had like nine to five was in there. Dolly Parton. Yep. You had I love a rainy night. Uh, Eddie Rabbit. And I lo- love that song. That's a good song. I mean, it, was, yeah. you know, it was like country pop stuff. You know, it's like the crossover stuff that we see today, which was happening back then. Which is kind Right. Of- exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like that old, uh, you know, Myrtle Haggard and mm-hmm. Conway Twitty stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. And then you had um, number five song was Jesse's Girl. Which oh, Rick Springfield. Huge. Hit. Oh. I, I, I still play that to this day. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I DJ and stuff. Yeah. It's a great it's song. It's kind of just like, like an 80s go to. It is. Yeah. Uh, you had the best of times, sticks. Good song. Uh, you had, um, uh, let's see, hungry heart, Bruce Springsteen. So I don't know how that Bruce was a big North. He wasn't big in North Dakota. He's a Jersey boy. So well, well, yeah, he's from New Jersey, and you know, um, Jersey loves Bruce just like they love Bon Jovi. So you yep. know, two two big Jersey acts. Yep. Uh, Neil Diamond, America. Oh, I'm coming to America. Yep, from the jazz singer. The jazz singer. Yep. That's right. Uh, you had Christopher Cross, Arthur's theme. You know, I never liked that damn song. <laughs> I, 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 you know, it, <laughs> I didn't think it was going to evoke such a reaction from you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Those of you that love the song, I apologize. I just was never a fan of that song. I, just, I was never a fan of Christopher Cross, though. Oh, I love Right even, Like the even, Wind. Right, even like sailing and that's. Oh, just, I like that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. I will agree to disagree. How about that? There you go. That works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> if we uh, agree on anything, it won't be any fun. You know what I mean? So that's we exactly. Right. Bit. That's right. But the num- but the number one song. Okay. Betty Davis eyes. Kim Carnes. Kim Carnes. That was a good song. That was a huge song. Yeah. That was and, big. And the whole slapping stuff was kind of interesting. Yep. Which, you know that whole thing yeah. was going on through. <laughs> that was that was a great. I, I like that. That was a good song. That was, that was a really good song. Eighty eighty one though was a big was a big year though, right? I mean, what was what what happened in eighty one that was huge, Lou? Well, you know, I, you know, if if you guys all remember, we may have alluded to this um, in the previous episode. That was the start of MTV. MTV. We've talked about the you know some of the videos and the shows that, that we used to watch when we were kids. And we didn't have MTV at the beginning, so we had to rely on stuff like the you know the other shows to catch videos from. Uh, because here we are, 24 hours of music television, where there initially was just they just hit you over the head with videos, 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 and that that was pretty new. Um, and we didn't get to experience that right away. I forget when we actually got the cable to watch it, but it you know it was definitely well past the um, 1981. I, I had probably like at least a year after. I, yeah, I, I if, think if, so. Not even longer, but we did rely. We did rely on um, what was it that we used to watch when we had the like videos? The, the night tracks. Remember that we watched night, night tracks on yeah. TBS. Yes. Yeah, that was a big show, and I remember it came on at like eleven oh five. That's right, the 05. Oh five. Yeah, yeah. Or the thirty five. And, yeah. and you know that's where we saw a lot of our music. You know, from that, like you were saying, and a lot of videos that you know. 
the video generation of of that was like wow you know you're watching you're watching a movie you're watching a production you know and things like that so that was kind of cool yeah you know and, and actually the US was a little bit kind of behind the times on some of the videos because um videos in the UK had been happening for like five years before that. Oh yeah. uh, Top, like top of the pops was their big, like, like um, bandstand, you know, they, they featured all these artists or TRL, you know, top of the pops featured all these acts coming in to play, whether it be live or, 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 you know, lip sync at all, but they featured all the artists on there. So if you can ever catch on YouTube, some of the old tops of the pops episode, they had everybody. It's fantastic. Well, and, you know, and it also seems to like later on in like in life, like as we got older, they would show like a video of like, you know, the Rolling Stones in the 70s. Yep. yep. And so I'm like, well, how come we didn't see that kind of stuff? Yeah. You know, like yep. until later on in life. So I guess that makes kind of sense that, you know, the again, we talked and we talked about, you know, the the UK artists and the music and, and not that they're, you know, superior to the American artists, but there's a lot of talent <laughs> that came out of there, sure, you know? Sure. Um, yep. So I think everybody knows the, the, the classic trivia question is what was the first uh, video played on an MTV, right? Of course. Yes. And so, and for those of you that don't know, of course it's the Buggles video killed the radio star, but the, what's the second one? Now it, I know this because I have, I have done this trivia to people. So the second video that was ever played on MTV was Pat Benatar. And right. it was, uh, it was, you better run. Correct. Correct. Um, and that was, that was it. So, yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes it's fun to, to kind of play with someone where you, you say, okay, who was the first guitar player ever playing MTV? And people start thinking about what's the buggles, uh, you know, and there's no guitar player in buggles. So, uh, and so it was Neil Giraldo, obviously with uh, Pat Benatar. So sometimes it's fun to kind of play that. Amazingly, the artist that was played the most on MTV yeah. was played oh. 16 times in the first 24 hours. So Guess who you, that you, was? You figure videos about, you know, four, four had, minutes. And he, and he had 11 videos played in oh the first God. day. Okay, I have no idea. Guess. Oh, my God. 81? 81. Oh man, I, I I don't even know. I I am seriously stumped. Rod Stewart. Oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah. I I I didn't so, know that at all. That was just crazy. So I guess like if you think I'm sexy, like or that that kind of stuff was that were that were those some of the songs? Like so, what were the- yeah. So like she won't dance with me, which I don't even really remember. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Then let's see what else you had. Sailing by Rod Stewart. I kind of remember that one. Uh, do you think of sexy? Of course, that was played great, twice. Great yeah, that, that's a good one. That was my that was my theme song. Everyone ain't, so ain't love a bitch. I, mean, I think they were just pulling out you know anything they could. Tonight's the night. That's another good song. Uh, that's a good song. Yeah, yeah tonight's the night. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, they, let's face it. At the time, there was probably some limited content that they had. So they. They just took what they, you know, the, as much as they had, and they played it, and they just played it in heavy rotation. So, but the other, the other thing that was really pretty interesting to me was um, there were some artists that were played five times. Okay. And um, one of them was the Who, and they okay. played they played you better you, you better you bet, good, which good, is a really good, good song. song. Yeah, good song. Um, the other one was in the air tonight, Phil Collins. 
Okay. So you can kind of see that happening. But here's the one that really threw me. And we love this band because they're a Canadian band, and they were oh, North yeah. Dakota loved them. Uh, April Wine, just between uh, you and me. Yeah. Great song, man. I yeah. loved April Wine. Yep. They were awesome. They were. They were. And uh, so I thought that was pretty neat that they played five times in the first 24 hours. Well, that's crazy. And, you know, and, you know, when August 1st came on and 1981 and MTV started, we had, you know, they had VJs, video jocks. Yeah. Do the videos and stuff. So a lot of them, of course, remember Martha Quinn, Alan Hunter, uh, Mark Goodman. Uh, Nina Blackwood, who I think has been smoking cigarettes since she's two. Um, and then J.J. Jackson, um, who has passed away since then. But those were the original VJs. Now, Martha and, you know, Alan and Mark and Nina, um, those guys are still they were still doing the serious 80s on eight stuff. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. You know, and, and you've also done some 80s cruises and have seen a lot of the, a lot of them, correct? Yes. So yeah. what's what's interesting, if I can add, um when MTV started, they they had their idea of having, um, like they they kind of they had a cast they wanted to create, and each one had to kind of play their role, and they wanted like the girl next door to be Martha Quinn, uh, kind of that rocker girl was going to be Nina, um, the jock was supposed to be Alan Hunter, um, you know, and then you had the bad boy was going to be uh, Mark Goodman. Uh, and then JJ was kind of the the wise old guy or something like that. So that's right. that's so they kind of did that, and and that's what they um, what they created. And uh, it's a lot of fun since you know these guys have have been. They, I think JJ is the only one that's not still who's who passed. He passed away in two thousand and four. Okay, yes. yeah. So, so uh, but but he was also I think he was also the oldest out of all of them too. He was much older. He was. He was. Jock. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, the other ones are, um, you know, still aside from Martha are still really doing the uh, the other three are really still involved in the 80s and doing the the serious XM stuff and then doing the 80s cruises, which I went on three of those those 80s cruises, which were just a blast. And um, they they're easy, accessible. They love to talk about, you know, the the MTV days and and, um, and yeah, Nina's voice is just, I mean, as raspy as ever. It's so funny. It's Nina, Nina Blackwood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's uh, um, but yeah, Martha Quinn was, you know, pretty much the favorites of, you know, like she was like America's favorite video jock because she was, hey, I'm Martha Quinn. You know, she was the happy, peppy, like the fun. You know the fun girl yeah. and stuff, and people related to her. I think they they did yeah. they did absolutely. Yeah. And then you know, of course, you know MTV just had such a great run, and, and and now I say great run because you don't see videos on MTV anymore, which which is just it's yeah, all it's just, just be, it's reality TV, and it's. Do you remember uh, what the guy's name was that did like the MTV Newsbreak? Um. Yeah. What was his name? Ah, his name was, come hold on. on. Hold on. Um. Oh crap! Little, little, little trivia there for you. G- give me the initials. Uh, KL. Kurt Loader. KL. There you yep. go. Yep. Kurt Loader. And he and he was. I almost like said. The, I was saying Schroeder, but I was goofing it up. Yeah. Loader. And, and Kurt Loader was like, you know, he was like, he had that voice. He was like, well, he was you know, a serious journalist. Right. So exactly. He, I was yeah, so they brought him on to yeah, to be that kind of guy, you know, lend so that way you had someone that was had some real, you know, kind of cred behind them. 
And when he spoke, people listened to him. He was like, oh, wow, he's, you know, what's he, what's he talking about? You know, like, what, and it could have been like, you know, oh, uh, you know, uh, Michael Jackson's new videos coming out. Everyone's like, oh my God. It's, you know, you listen to him because of what, how he spoke and how he came across on everything. And, and you still so. love those little MTV news segments because there oh, could yeah. be some breaking news, you know, someone getting arrested for drugs, someone, you know, someone dying or so, you know, it was always well, like we a, all know that heavy moment. <laughs> You can just talk about Van Halen, all the problems they had, and you know, I mean, which is one of my favorite bands of all time. But yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was definitely, you know. And then the next day at school, everyone was like, "Oh, did you hear about this?" And you and you talked about it, and you know, or or running home to to see a video, or because you knew it was like the that premiere, you know. And then they would announce that the premiere of a new video, and at, you know, at four o'clock, and you ran home to get there so you could watch the premiere of Michael Jackson Thriller or or whatever it was. And then videos became movies, you know, mini movies. Um, thanks to Michael, you know, Michael did that, but, um, but yeah, so it was, it was, it was an important part of life because it was one, it was different than anyone had been. Anytime you wanted to hear music, it was just on the radio. You know, you put a song on the radio or you put a cassette tape in your car and you listen to music. And now it was like, now you're watching the song and you're watching a story with the song. It was kind of cool. So and I like the stories that went with the song, but then sometimes <laughs> there's just a music video that made no sense that had nothing to do no with sense. the right. So it's like, oh, I don't. I guess I don't get it. Okay, here's one video that did make no sense with what was song, and it's "Talk Talk." It's my life. Do you remember that? It had like animals. The song and like well, but I, yeah. I just I I don't yeah I can't, can't don't really don't remember the actual format of that. The video it didn't make any sense it was like little squiggly yeah. lines over the screen and like i think there was animals and like birds would fly away and it's like it's my life and the birds take off i don't know if, if anyone remembers that video and wants to add on that <laughs> feel free to join and comes comments because i really could i love the song but i did the video was dumb so if there's a video out there that you guys remember um you know go on our on our facebook page and comment on that we'd love we love reading you know, how, how this time affected you guys, what video you thought was the best, maybe what you thought was the worst, um, you know, definitely, uh, definitely add some comments for us so we can uh, respond back to you and interact with you guys for sure. Uh, what else, bro? If you hear songs today, you, you don't relate to a video anymore. I mean, no. anything that comes out now, I just don't even think about it. if there's a video out there. Did I even see it? Yeah. Uh, probably not. You know, but when you think of the songs like Take On Me, Aha, you remember that video, right? When you listen to Dexy's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen, you remember that video. Hungry Like the Wolf, Duran Duran. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many classics that you remember the video for because that's what's so important was the video. But yeah, um, other other than that, I mean, as far as, you know – the, the the music part we touched tv shows were all kind of the same already that we talked about you know last week it, it was the same shows it was the jeffersons and 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 you know and and three's company and um happy days and and all that kind of stuff and what you know do we want to talk about movies at all or yeah i mean is there anything that sticks out for you for um i think one movie one of my favorite comedies was uh stripes bill murray oh, and stripes man, that was so good so good um, Caddyshack was that around that same time? I, no, I thought that was before Caddyshack. Oh, was it okay? That so, Caddyshack is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I love Caddyshack. But um, 
I think um, Raiders came out eighty one. Raiders of the Lost Ark, yep. really? Yep. Wow. Uh, you know, your oh, your favorite it. Arthur with Arthur oh. Arthur's theme, <laughs> Christopher Cross. Hey. All right, bro. Another uh, big movie is one I think you like, Cannonball Run. Oh, one of my favorites. I you know, and I don't, and it's so weird because it, it was just a bunch of actors and this you know star-studded cast you know burt reynolds dom DeLuise, and that was a race across the united states how fast they could get there and and things like that well i the movie theater in town obviously everyone would go to um i believe it was either owned or ran by the christensen's um joanne christensen was uh, i think a couple years older than me uh, robert christensen was uh in uh laurie's grade um yeah, i believe I rob Yep. Um, and there might have even been an older one too. I'm not even sure, but um, anyhow, I used to go to the movie theater and I would, you know, scrape up. I, I, do you remember how much movie theater? How much it cost? I don't even remember. But just it had to be just a few, a couple, a couple bucks. bucks. I mean, like maybe you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was as much as like four bucks or something. If that, maybe I don't know. Um, so I would, I, I probably went to this movie at least ten, fifteen times. I mean, I, I just, and <laughs> where I, you got the money from? I was—I think I was robbing mom and dad. So yeah, um, no, I don't know. I—I I would go and I would literally. Um, I sometimes I'd be in the, th- the theater by myself. Uh, do you remember in the theater they had the regular section and they had like the upstairs section? Right, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, so I would I would go up there and I would sit up there and I'd watch the movie. So now I, it got to a point that I guess I was watching it so many times. That Mr. Christensen just finally gave me the movie poster, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. And I took it home and I put it on my wall and had it on my wall until we moved left rugby. It was on my wall, you know. So yeah, if I remember right, that you know Burt Reynolds. I mean, he, the, it's like they all got together and just had like a party and created a movie around the party because it, they were just goofing around the whole time. It was. I mean, and you know, Burt Reynolds would always slap Dom DeLuise all over the place, and Farrah Fawcett was in it, and you know, and in her prime of Charlie's angels and everything like that. Um, you know, Roger Moore, James Bond was in it. I mean, there was, I mean, there was a lot of actors in this movie, Terry Bradshaw, who, uh, huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. So right, and, right. And him in it as well. But, uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was that kind of thing. And, and it was, it was, it was like a big party cannonball run two, Not so good, but, um, the cannonball run was, was a great movie, a lot of fun. And I enjoyed it. And you're right. One of my favorite movies. So, um, Good time, then, good memory. Yeah, S- Superman two came out. Okay, uh, that that was that wasn't bad. One that was a pretty good one. That with, was the, with that Zod was and everything. Okay, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, but um, I mean, the Chariots of Fire, which probably won the when that win the the Oscar Chariots of Fire. You know, I never saw the movie, so I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, I kind think of, that's kind of what was. What I was didn't. Out. I didn't see Chariots of Fire, just like I didn't watch Ishtar. Remember Ishtar? <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, like the biggest bomb in in. And it, wasn't it like yeah. Warren Beatty too? Warren Beatty, yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh God! Hey, if anyone saw that movie, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? That's all you can say. They used, to, they used to be the butt of jokes all the time back then. It, it was, yeah, it was. So, I I just want to say that this is such a better um, uh, recording that um, that I'm doing on my end because I think it was episode two. Uh, my daughter was in the background talking, so um, I have <laughs> I, I have actually kicked her out of the house. She's not allowed here when I record now. So, um, she's out and by the doorstep somewhere, just sitting out there. She'll be fine. 
I have to give her some crackers and a bottle of water. She'll be all right. There you go. You're good. You're good. <laughs> That's yeah, too funny. He was in the background. Just I could hear him talking away, you know? So Yeah, I mean, I guess – is there anything else in rugby that we can talk about that stands out? You know, us coming from New Jersey, and granted, like you know, when we left New Jersey, was a it was a it wasn't a bad place to be. You know, it got worse later on where it became started oh, getting yeah. bad. But you know, being able just to like leave your bike in the front yard, you know, just like throw it on the grass and doing it out in the morning, it was there. You know, riding your bike and people waving to you is just. I, I guess for me, it's just the whole being comfortable, being happy, you know? Um, and again, you know, like I said, the people there were amazing. You have said that we, we can't even begin to, to say how much we enjoyed living there because it was a great place to be. And, you know, we, and we've, and we've gotten many, we have many friends from there that we are still friends with, you know, I mean, you, you married a girl from there, you know? Yep. So, yep. you know, what is that? You know, you're a high school sweetheart. So, you know, you, uh, there's, there's a lot of history and rugby will always have a special place in both of our hearts for sure. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I tell you what I, I would, you know, you and I, I know we talked about, can we work on trying to pull off some type of live show so that we could actually get people to call in and, and we could talk to some folks that um, we've, we've either mentioned or that would want to chime in about some of their experiences. That'd be a lot of fun. So would, yeah. we'll see if we can make that happen down the road. But um, I think we could. We could, you know, do it on a Facebook Live kind of thing or something like that. Or there's other, you know, there's Twitch and there's other there's other websites that we might be able to do something like that. And that would be fun. It would be fun to get people interacting with us. And um, we do want you to interact with us, though. So, you know, please, like, comments, questions, anything. It's just send us a message on, on Facebook at our Facebook page back in time. Um, you can also, uh, we're on Instagram music brothers, 2020 at Twitter. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, at Instagram, not Twitter. Um, and we also, um, you know, are just send us messages on Facebook. We would, we would love to hear from everyone. And, um, if there's something that you want us to talk about or something that, you know, you want us to a year, we want to talk about or something like that. Um, as long as it, it's, you know, I'm old enough to remember it. Cause you know, I was, 69, I'm not going to remember 1969, I wasn't born. So, um, you know, but <laughs> as long as it's something that we can talk about, we would love to. And um, and if there's something you want us to, you know, add to our show or, or you know, something you want us to spend more time on, please let us know. Our, your feedback is important to us to to bring you a good show and a fun and a fun opportunity to, to do that. So, yeah. And I think one thing I want to I want to mention is that as we experiment with doing this, this format and in these shows um we you know we did some research to see well what's what's a good performance and stuff like that and we you know we looked at it and um we were surprised to see that the what the average podcast does we're outperforming that now okay it was it's a week we put out three shows but son of a gun it's kind of cool that we we outperform the average podcast so um, that makes it a little bit fun, more fun for us. And, and, yeah. you know, even though we, you know, we're kind of, I mean, we're competitive to a point. I think it's just kind of fun to, you know, we'd love to see the numbers go up. Right. I mean, it's just of kind of, you know, what you, what you like to do. So, um, we want to be the best. We want to be Joe Rogan. Darn Joe it. Rogan. We're coming after you, buddy. Huge Joe Rogan fan too. Uh, um, but yeah, we, we, you're right. Yeah. We, we, we want those numbers to skyrocket. I mean, we are, we are doing better than um, what 
most most podcasts, right? Yeah, I mean the numbers that I saw, what you know, how they perform, we're we're outperforming those. So so that's good. Now, of course, the the big ones are just you know out out of this world, and that's great. But uh, we just um, you know. If you guys like what we're doing, share it with someone that that might enjoy it as well. We appreciate that, and um, you know we just want to keep doing it because we're having fun. I had uh, I had someone come into uh, I run a, I run a, a restaurant here in Bismarck, and uh, I had someone come into the restaurant and ask if I was working the other day, right? And right. Uh, so my server comes over to me and says, "Polly, someone's here that wants to talk to you." And I was like, "Okay." So I go to the table, and first thing she says is, "I just want to tell you, your guys' podcast is awesome." So, I mean, they're, they're coming to the restaurant, you know, so now I have stalkers and I, and, you know, so now we have to, you know, obviously put a trespass on them so that they don't come and harass me, but no, I'm just kidding. And, but it's nice. It's nice that people are enjoying it. And, um, for me being able to, in my job, which, you know, I, I, I love talking to people. I go talk to my tables and, uh, customer service is so important to me. I, it's nice to have now people that are coming in to eat are talking about this podcast and I can talk about not only our good food, but also what we're doing on the, on the podcast. So, um, keep it up, come and visit us. <laughs> that's, that's great. I, you know, that's great that you get to get that, um, that direct feedback in yeah. person, in your face, you know? So that's, that's pretty cool. So. Yeah. I, I just don't want to disappoint people when they meet me in person, the voice, you know, <laughs> sorry guys, you know, this is what you got. <laughs> uh, uh, man, that's too funny, bro. Well, you know, all right. Endless love, buddy. Endless love. Endless love. <laughs> it's had, it's had, it's had an effect an impact it, on you. It has ended. Uh, yeah. It's ended. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Should we wrap it up? Oh uh, yeah. Let's wrap it up with a bow. Call it a day. All right. Um, yeah. Again, thank you guys. Um, we enjoy doing this. We had a great time as always. Um, thank you for the continued support. And uh, our, our, I guess our plan is kind of doing an episode a week here. Um, yeah. And then, so we, and then we, we cranked we, out quite a few in, in a short amount of time. And and releasing our release time is looking like Saturdays, correct? Is that what we're looking I at? Think, I think so. Friday or Saturday, maybe Saturday kind of works, just so that people can kind of listen to it on the weekend in between football and whatever. Or, th- or those of you that are boycotting football, whatever, you know, yeah, now you got yeah, extra time to listen to it. Um, but uh, feel free. But so that's our plan, and uh, we we hope to be able to stay on that schedule. So um, as always, bro, it's a pleasure. Nice talking with you, Likewise, man. Likewise, dude. Love it. I love spending some time with you and talking about the old times. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week, right? Sounds good. We'll do it. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. See you guys. Bye-bye.